Hi, this is Abby Warner of Electrocutie Beauty. Um, we're here today talking about my art and my journey as an artist and a lot of other weird random things because that's how this podcast goes. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Ice Cream Sunday podcast. So I feel the need to start off by thanking you first and foremost, because now that we've announced that we're doing a live show and there's internet promotion and videos and all of this stuff, I'm having a lot of small businesses, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Having a lot of small businesses now message me and be like, hey, how do we get involved with this? And you were like, I don't I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is about. I don't know really what you're doing, but you're doing an event and I'd like to be part of it. Like right away. Yeah. Like <laughs> the second I asked you, you were like, of course. Yeah, whatever. Whatever you need for me. So thank you because you were the first art vendor that was like, yeah, absolutely. Just give me a date and tell me what you need. So I, I, thank you very yeah, much. Of course. Um, I'm excited to do it. Like and. I'm just kind of with any of any opportunities. My friend Danielle uh, Kelso, she's also an artist and she'll call me like a day or two before like a big show and be like, Hey, you want to go with me tomorrow? Like that's how I go to, I've been to the middle of the map and stuff is mm-hmm. like, she's been like, Hey, I need help. I can't be there. You go run it and put your stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, and that's, that's coming from like one of our earliest uh, supporters of the show too. So, I mean, who's that? Abby. Oh yeah. I was going to mention that as well. So I think right now you being on the show is the longest stretch between someone being on the show and then returning to the show. Mm-hmm. The okay. only person that realistically could beat you would be like, if we ever had Morgan Newman back on. But yeah. Other than that, I think you're the earliest guest that has ever come back on the show. So Sweet. congratulations. Awesome. I think you were episode. I, like I need a gold sticker now. 10, 13. I don't remember. 14. Maybe. I think I you were the episode right after the pickleball palace episode. <laughs> So we'll uh we'll get like you like a gold ice cream sundae logo sticker. Oh heck yeah. Six? Oh god, I thought she was episode I was like, what? <laughs> no, episode sixteen apparently. Um tell us and tell the people watching, listening that haven't seen you at like middle of the map or any of the other art shows, uh what they can expect if they come by your table at the social. Well, you can never expect the same thing twice. I I'm very ADHD with my art, so I do all kinds of different mediums. I do like um, a lot of acrylic and watercolor paintings, but then I also do all kinds of jewelry. I cut up Barbies and make jewelry. Hell yeah. Um, especially like pendants or like I like to do uh, arm earrings, stuff like that. Um, I do wire wrapping. I um, have been experimenting with different types of clay, like polymer clay, oh. and they're ready to make some um, paper clay. So yeah, I'm just doing a lot like it's going to be bright it's going to be a little weird um different and all one, one of a kind you've said words that i don't understand uh oh, what words wire wrapping what is that okay so like the stones where like the wire oh, is like yeah. but like i don't do just like the the simple like wrapping it around i do like the weaving um where you like do the patterns and the wire and stuff sick yeah and then 
Paper clay? Paper clay is so I'm learning how to do it right now. Um, I need to get a few things, but you mix, um, you like soak paper, like toilet paper. I'm using like old medical bills because that's symbolic to me. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, you shred it up and then you like, and uh, then you put it in a bucket of water and you let it soak for a night and then you wring it out and it's all like sloppy now and messy and whatever. And then you add PVA glue, so like Elmer's glue and um joint compound dry okay. joint compound um and then it makes an air dry clay from that like you have to like mix it all together real well um so i have this idea to do a um lantern fish light fixture thing oh cool to hang from my stairwell at S- least temporarily <laughs> similar to mache kind of okay but more like a clay okay it's not like strips it's like it actually turns into gotcha. like a really okay. light clay very cool yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, for the vendors anyway, is the ice cream social our event is going to be like a just a one big family reunion because yeah. like yeah, don't you know, know Dean pretty well? Yep, and Dean then obviously well. Kate, Kate and yep. yeah, so it'll be it'll be a wild wild time. I love that too. Yep. Yeah, just, I know that's such a weird connection to have. Yeah, because um, we talked about Dean before, and we had talked about how Dean um reached out to me. And I directed him to Austin so we could get this all set up. And uh, I think it was during the middle of getting all that figured out, we figured out like he was friends with you and you <laughs> yeah. you had dealt with him before. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Dean helped me get like, was one of the ones that helped me get started in the art scene. I did a lot of like my first shows with him and like some kind of thing. And he's, he's a great um, supporter of the arts in town, I would say. Oh, for sure. He's always posting about, about yeah. like, liking events. everything and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Talk a little bit about getting started in, in art shows and just kind of what that experience is like. Cause obviously, I mean, we've been vendors at comic book conventions, but for the podcast, we're not selling things. We're not, I wouldn't say we're making, I mean, he makes right. the keychains and stuff, but like right. we're not making like art or selling any art. What's that like? And how do you get started in that scene? Um, so I got started, Kate actually, um, encouraged me to do one that was, um, Rat Records was hosting, um, back when it was like on Euclid in sixth or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I had to borrow a car to go. I had to borrow a tent, actually Bree's dad's tent. Um, and then somebody broke it, helping me tear it down. Um, it's a lot. Like when you first start vending, it's really overwhelming because like, not only is there a lot to do, a lot to learn to set up and everything, but it's like putting your soul out there when you're an artist. Like you're putting pieces of yourself out. Um, and sometimes people are not nice. Like I remember one show that Kate and I threw together. We worked really hard. Like we like she was the main person, but I helped her do a lot of the stuff and whatever. I was really excited about it. Pretty much stayed up for three days straight being manic, preparing for this thing. So I was already not in a good emotional state. Um, <laughs> but this one person came through and they offered me $20 for a painting, you know, like a 16 by 20 painting Oh, that I had spent Which you know, 20 good. hours yeah, on. And I'm like, that doesn't like even a, cover the cost of the canvas for I was going to say, that's like a $200. Um, I could give you a print for that price. And they're like, your art shit anyway. And like walked out. Then why and the fuck did you like, want it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like so hurt. And when I like didn't sell anything that show and I was just like crushed. I went home and cried. It was a bad night. But then like, there's always going to be those times. Yeah. And like, it does hurt sometimes, but like, you just got to keep going. And other times it's like, you're just amazed. Like it's just keep going no matter how hard it is. It Nathan hates, um, 
like when I have a show, upcoming show because I'm always like slammed getting all the new product done, getting everything priced, getting, mm-hmm. and I stress out about pricing, especially. Um, and like making the advertisements for the table, especially since like right now I don't have like a printer, a cricket, like I do a lot of stuff yep. by hand. Um, so it's a lot of work and there's a lot of, um, aesthetics that go into vending. And I am for an artist, I'm really bad at aestheticness. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like creating the vibe in the tent and stuff, sure. like making it all look cohesive and pleasant to the eye and whatever. Yeah. Like I'm just yeah. like, like my current displays for my jewelry. Um, my friend, uncle Ronnie helped me make, um, and he's like one of those people that he can take nothing and make it something. We went and found two big gold frames at a thrift store and then he found um, the wire out of like an old, those fireplace things, took that out and stapled it back to one and then took snow um, fencing, like the plastic stuff, mm-hmm. stapled it back to the other and then um, used uh, hinges from like a gate, oh, okay. like a big hinge as like the stand at the bottom. That's what my <laughs> current displays are. So needless to say, we're putting some work into that right now, trying to get better displays by the summer and everything. So yeah, but <laughs> I think uh, when we were at Twin Cities Con, so we we're at Des Moines Con. Mm-hmm. We had a like a free promotional booth, and we weren't supposed to sell anything, and no one told us that. So we sold oh. a bunch of shit, right? <laughs> uh, t-shirts, and we had like exclusive Des Moines Con t-shirts, like the Godzilla, yeah. whatever. They um, caught us right before Twin yeah, Cities. So we, <laughs> we sign it. in, and they're like, "Ice cream Sunday." We're like, "Fuck yeah!" And they're like, "You can't sell anything." And we we're like, "Oh." That makes sense. I wish you would have told us this like a week ago before we bought all these fucking Suggested t-shirts. $5 donation. Yeah. So <laughs> they were like, you can't do that. So Aww. then I think I took it upon myself to be like, if we can't sell anything, then at least the thousands of people that we see this weekend are going to fucking remember us. And uh, I think we did a, like an okay job at like yeah. setting up an ambiance at our booth. Mostly we just fucking played Australian punk music all weekend. And yeah. So Thanks, yeah, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, the uh, the voice of Bandit from Bluey, the greatest okay. show of all time. Yeah. Uh, he was there. And oh, he, nice. Dave McCormick, and he has a band uh, called Custard. Custard. And uh, it used to be Custard Gun. It's okay. a euphemism for wieners, yeah. uh, which I think is hilarious. Um, but the fact that he voices the most popular, uh, you know, kids show of all time. And he's got a... Euphemism. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we just played that all weekend to try to lure him over to our booth. It didn't work, but mm. he uh, didn't he like retweets a lot of our shit. He liked one of your photos. Fuck yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, from his personal page to my personal page. So it's intimate. Pretty much a big deal. Yeah. But um, I, I like the fact that like you and Dean and Kate are all going to be there because you guys have done shows before. Mm-hmm. We have never been art vendors. So I'm hoping this sounds really shitty. Mm-hmm. I should have my, my shit together way more than I do, but I like the fact that veterans are coming and being part of it. So then yeah, you we'll guys can kind of help and, exactly yeah. like help it go smoothly. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm really excited because I want to showcase everything that the Warren cultural center does and they have an art gallery space on the first floor. And it's like, okay, well you guys have that 24 seven anyway, like let's have art vendors in there and let's show off the auditorium and do something big in there. And then let's also do something in the basement. And like, I want 
this to be as in terms of like the biggest event, I want it to be like the most things happening at, at once at and once. really uh, showcase the entire building. So to have you guys there that know what you're some doing. Fire performers, if you want to add that. Oh, no fire in the building. I was told <laughs> no, I explicitly bet no fire in a building that was built in 1896. They were like, <laughs> no way, Jose. Yeah. Uh, are you doing outside? Maybe? Yeah, we are. So I know people that have insurance for it. Nice. Like, like real performers. We that are. are this is, so this got way bigger than I ever anticipated it, it started out and i think I, I mentioned this on facebook it started out like let's do an hour of our dumb dumb stories in the auditorium because i've always wanted to play the auditorium whether it was like when i was making music i wanted to perform there just didn't work out right um when i was wrestling i was like let's bring a wrestling ring in there and then they were like mm, well the auditorium's on the second floor and uh the floor might not hold so we <laughs> yeah. never did it this is something that i can I can bring to right. to my hometown and do it in that beautiful building that I've always wanted to play in since I was a kid. Um, so it started out that, and then it was like, but what if we had a band there too? And there was that. And I was like, well, what if we brought all of our art vendor friends? And so it became that. And then, <laughs> then it's like, what if we did an after party in the basement? So it's, it's like step by step has become bigger and bigger and bigger. And then yeah. I had a friend reach out that actually is a friend that I met through Trevor. And she's like, Hey, there's this Mexican restaurant in a small town close to Greenfield. Uh, they would like to bring a food truck there. And I'm like, Jesus, this is so much bigger than I ever expected. I didn't know about the food truck. That's exciting. Uh, we haven't really like nailed it down We're still yet. working on that. Cause like, obviously I can have you guys and you can just show up. But right. with food trucks, like there might be a permit with the city and all yeah, that shit. So a lot of backstage true. stuff, but there'll be a food truck there. It'll be sick. Maybe <laughs> multiple food trucks. We'll see. Um, but it's just gotten so much bigger. And then like to go back to exactly what I said, like yeah. before it even got big, when it was just like, hey, we're doing this stupid thing in our hometown. You're like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. So it's, it's awesome. Yeah. I will admit I'm a little nervous because I did vend in Creston once and some people were really not nice. But you have a yeah, very that's that, that yeah exactly and I'm also hope and I had green hair and was with a black man that probably didn't help either mm. uh, <laughs> but like I'm hoping that like with the, the culture center seems to be like very accepting like a wide range yeah. of interests oh, yeah. and all that Liberal and I trash. think that it'll be a cool, yeah like <laughs> um are you just being mean because like you had they, colored hair and were with well the, they were like older ladies you know oh, I got yeah. in a fight with one old lady because she said that she's never used any spice other than salt and pepper oh. and I was like like not even oh, like one of them basil or parsley parsley doesn't even have a taste you've never used parsley <laughs> I was just flabbergasted she didn't like me very much after that <laughs> did she know you no you're from Creston. None of these ladies knew. I, as I said, I, I don't really go to Creston anymore. No, that's and true. Creston has like changed a lot. Like most of the people that I knew like have moved away. There's been a lot that's of people fair. in, it seems like. Yeah, I think um no offense to the older crowd that goes to every Warren Cultural Center event and mm -hmm. supports. I'm sure they'll be there, some of them as well. I think our goal, or at least my goal, is to get as many young people that yeah. live in and around Greenfield that, like, they see this building, they drive by it every day, have never been inside it, and it's been open for 12 years, you oh, know? Wow. Yeah, um, I didn't even realize that. Like, this guy. This guy even said it himself. Like, I've lived in Greenfield since, like, what, like, 2015? And has never been inside it, other than the time that we were vendors at a, the first show in the basement. So, yeah. like, I... I'm hoping that a lot of people that see this building every day and don't really know what it is, I think, much like Corey said, there's a lot of people that just think it's like, 
oh, this is a building you can rent to like have a fancy wedding. They don't know that like there is a program of events that happens every month and we just happen to be one of those events. So I'm hoping that people come in, they see the building, they're like, wow, this is lovely. It's crazy that a town of 1800 people has this to begin with. And then they start coming out to more and more events, but there'll be the older people. But I think the the majority um, knock on wood is going to be like our friends that, you know, would support. And to that point, to that credit is, um, when underground had their first uh, mm-hmm. show, um, I remember being outside for a minute, and there was you know old people that would that had literally pulled up and gotten out to so they could come to the event at, at Warren Cultural, not knowing what was happening or what was going on. Yep. And when it was explained to them, they're like, "Oh, that's kind of not our our cup Everything. of tea." So yeah. they dipped out, but they were like, "That's awesome! It's happening." So I mean, I think it's going to be. Well, I think that there'll be a lot of people that are coming just for the... I'm going to sneeze. Do it. A chew. A chew. It's going to come. Gesundheit. There's a unicorn. Bless you. Um, <laughs> there's there's going to be a lot of people that will show up for Wendy, who is our podcast guest. So she went to Greenfield High School before it was Nottoway Valley. Yep. Graduated probably seven years before us. And a lot of people know her, know her mom. I'm sure there'll be, be people that'll come just for that. So yeah. maybe an older crowd that knows, you know, her family. Um, but then there's a lot of people that will come just because they know us. And there's yeah. a lot of people that will come just because they love pop punk music. And I'm sure there'll be people that'll come really just because fucking you're a vendor <laughs> and people come just to see you and Dean and, and Kate and those fucking too many words podcast dumbasses. But people <laughs> will come just because, you know, and so they try to cultivate this fun event that brings a bunch of different people together. Right. Like I hope there's crazy walks of life that like someone in their like my grandma's age, like my grandma's gonna come. She'll probably bring her friends from church. And <laughs> like a bunch of people in their seventies will show up and then they'll be co-mingling with people in their thirties that are there just because it's a nostalgia trip to listen to some pop punk covers. Like Hopefully it's a hopefully it's a good time for everybody. Yeah. So, um, what are some of the things that I know you talked about, like cutting up Barbies and <laughs> and the wire uh, wrapping? Is there is there a, a medium or a, an art form that you haven't done that you're like I really want to get into that? I really want to sink my teeth into that. Um, one of the things I'm looking into um, right now, other than like the paper clay and stuff, is silver clay. So it's like clay that contains enough silver that when you blowtorch it, it turns into just silver. Like, oh, like I, I can okay. make my own charms and necklaces and stuff like that. Um, I get to play with fire. That's fun. Um, blowtorches are awesome. So yeah, <laughs> like that's one thing that I'm definitely... So I'm actually up for um, a grant that I've been working really hard for uh, through Vogue Rehab. And like that's one of the things that I'm planning to get the equipment for. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one thing that I'm looking at. Kate Absolutely. wants me to start doing glitter tattoos, too, which might be yeah. fun. Or, like, custom printed, like, yeah, yeah. rub-on stickers. Episode 92, blow toters are awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so with glitter tattoos, uh, is there... I'm trying to think of a good comparison. The only thing I can think of is, um, uh, like, with glow-in-the-dark tattoos, right? It, it's, like, it's a special... Um, Specialized ink? ink? Yeah. yeah. But um, it, it runs out not over time. Not like actual tattoos. Like I would stencil on um, a oh. glue a design okay. and then like you put a special kind of glitter on top and it lasts for like a few days. I So it's more like um, 
Like a henna tattoo. Or yeah, something. or like okay. a face painting oh, maybe okay. in between, but it's glitter. I'm an idiot. I thought Kate, I, I thought the same thing. I thought Kate was like, I want you to fucking stab people at art shows. I mean, I do repeatedly, have thousands of a times. tattoo kit, but I do not know how to use it well enough to do it on people, nor am I certified. So <laughs> that's actually where I, I, I mean, obviously I knew that you did art stuff. I've seen it like on your social media, but the first time I actually saw you set up uh, was that middle of the map. Was that yeah. a conve- uh, tattoo convention? Are you planning on being back there this year? I'm hoping I um, am going to talk to Danielle about sharing a booth again this yeah. year. Um, or there's a couple other people that, you know, I've talked about sharing one. It just kind of depends on the prices because it gets real hefty. <laughs> Expensive to be a vendor yeah. there. Yeah. Right. Like I think inside was like $700 last year. Jeez. Yeah. And you were outside. So it was a little was, bit less. It was probably, a little but, bit less, yeah. but yeah. And outside it worked for Danielle because her stuff kind of appeals to like a more, um, I'm, I don't know what word, normal audience, like a less alternative audience um, typically. And then, so she got the pool tournament traffic. Oh, I forgot. Because it was going on that at the was, same yeah, time. Yeah. And so because we were out in the hallway, I think that worked better for her. Yeah. Would you um, say more traditional? Traditional, maybe. Yeah. Or um, she calls one style that she does bathroom art because she says everybody wants to put it in their bathroom. It's very abstract, flowy, beautiful paintings. Sure. Um, but then she, she also does, um, I get to be the model for her actually for a few paintings. Ooh. She calls them candy girls or all like sucking on like a lollipop or something. And I had a bunch of modeling pictures of me sucking on, on suckers because I like them. And so she's using those and I have to come up with like sayings to put in the sunglasses. Cool. So that'll oh, be interesting. Oh, that's cool. It's kind of giving me like a different perspective to look at of creating the art. So I get to um, be muse. Where does your, so you said your stuff is more unique. I'm sure we'll, um, we'll post pictures. My of, stuff would probably fall into like the um, surrealism. Okay. Category. And like pop art. Um, yeah. Kind of in there. Where does the inspiration, I'm thinking of the one that I messaged you about. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll get pictures and stuff like that and put them into the episode or whatever. But for people to see, where does that inspiration come from? Are you, are you just laying in bed daydreaming and you're no, like, that's it? Like, where does that come from? I do from? not plan <laughs> um, because then I stress out over like the details and so like I've got like five paintings that like they just need like the hands finished or something and I just like I don't want to right now. Um, for me, art is about doing whatever I want. Yeah, and yeah. Um, that's why I kind of think I have a little. Um, pathological demand avoidance pda when it comes to commissions sometimes it depends on how it's approached like if i feel like you're not giving me enough artistic freedom i stress out about it and i don't want to do it and i don't want to do it and i don't want to do it um but if you're like hey i had this idea could you do it like could you do something like that mm-hmm. then it, and like gives me a little more freedom i'm better at it um just things that i'm figuring out about myself but like that um painting that you're talking about so I've been really sick lately, um, having a lot of migraines, having a lot of like pressure behind my eyes and stuff. Um, and I was just trying to like let it out. I had no plan for that painting whatsoever. I just, I just started, you know, sketching the face out real quick and then painting, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but I figured I found out recently from an MRI, I have increased intracranial pressure. So like there's too much fluid in my skull or something. Oh. Um, and so that really explains <laughs> why the eyes are like, cause there's the pressures behind my eyes, but it also kind of makes you feel like, kind of like you're drowning because like, you're like, 
it gets hard to breathe sometimes and um like vertigo that also makes you freeze and so I think that was kind of what was coming through in that painting was like that feeling of like I wanted your eyes to pop out when you looked at it you know yeah. like that like okay. intensity in the eyes like my friend Katie hates it because she's like it's too bright it hurts my eyes <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted from it <laughs> I wanted it to like sear into your brain when you saw it so and because yeah. that's kind of what I was feeling yeah yeah it's fucking awesome people haven't <laughs> seen it like uh is it up on your Social media? I will put one up. I know there's in progress pictures, but I don't know if there's a finished one yet. Hell yeah. But it is finished now. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. So talk to the wife and see if we can purchase it off. We can can haggle. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What, what are you as a vendor? You were the first person that was like, yep, I'm in. Uh, What are you most excited for, for an event like this? Obviously, we're excited because our name's on it and, you know, but what are you excited for? Uh, well, I mean, like, I just like meeting new people and getting to go places like outside of my normal scene is really nice because like a lot of the people that go to art shows in Des Moines are the same people and stuff. And that's great. And I have some great return customers, but it's always great to make new connections and meet new people. And especially like with it being like so close to my hometown, like it would be kind of nice to show people what I'm doing and what I can do and stuff because yeah. like a lot of my family and stuff doesn't really have Facebook and stuff. So they don't see my stuff. So that'd be fun. Yeah. This was, um, we originally were going to do an event in September of last year in mm-hmm. Creston and it just fell through. Um, so it's the opportunity to have people that are kind of from that area, whether it be Creston or Greenfield or whatever. Right. Um, so like our, our guest is, a like I said, like a graduate of Greenfield. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the small business owners that are sponsors are from that area yeah. or used to be from that area. So to try to get the community involved in this in some way to, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's for Greenfield or for Southwest Iowa by Southwest Iowa is, is kind of my goal. So, right. um, are obviously art vendors and an after party, all of these things, like we would have loved to do that at the Eagles club in Creston. It just, it wasn't, big enough and everything that we're doing yeah. with this event is on a much grander scale than it ever would have been at the the first event i think we had maybe two months before uh the event last time and we were like yeah people will buy tickets and then no one bought tickets and um i think we've like four <laughs> x the number of tickets oh, awesome. that were sold for our original concept already um and even then i freak out about everything so of course i'm like oh we've only sold this many tickets and it's like <laughs> all right They've been on when sale it's for like baby, a week and a half. When it's hard to let go. Yeah. Like, it's hard to just relax about it. You're like, yeah. but this is my goal and I really want to hit it. And, or, you know, this has to be perfect or this has to, you, you, we stress ourselves out. Yeah. Like so much as business owners, as artists or whatever you want to call it. Like most of the pressure comes from us. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's me freaking out and, and not, not thinking about it logically yeah. or realistically i'm like we've only sold this many tickets which is way more tickets than we sold for the the first event we tried yeah. to do sometimes when you have and that like lofty goal it's hard to see yeah what is happening and then i'm like we've only sold this much and then my boss at my my day job he's like five months away like you've sold that many tickets and you're still five months away from the event right. and it's at a venue that does not traditionally promote their online sales so it's like you're doing better than they usually do already. Yeah. So, um, yeah, hopefully we're, it's still my goal to sell out, which is, you know, 
a modest oh we're like, gonna do it 200 seats but yeah i don't have a doubt in that <laughs> yeah i god i hope so we'll, we'll make it happen yeah we'll just blackmail everybody i know in creston to come or something <laughs> i don't know do it <laughs> i mean for legally uh no I'm for joking. legal reasons don't it's do not it. what we're doing <laughs> no <laughs> but maybe the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, because when you were here last time, mm-hmm. you were about to embark on this new journey, mm-hmm. uh, living in a van and traveling. Talk a little bit about that. Oh, How- it was not for us. Okay. Um, it was just like we had two, almost three tires blow at the same time, just barely inside of uh, Colorado. Um <laughs> So that took all the money that we had in savings. Barely in psychology. You didn't even get to the fun part of Colorado yet. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Um, and we were like on the side of the interstate, like 20 miles from anything. And that was not fun for like seven hours or Jesus. something. You um, didn't have like a second Santa Claus to come save you this time? No, unfortunately. Although the cops in Colorado are really nice. They're, like it scared me how nice they were. They're probably also high. Probably. I would be if I was them. If it was legal here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, uh, we ended up getting the tow truck driver took us and our cats like two hours to a Walmart, even though there was like a closer Walmart, like he took us, drove us two hours and dropped us off to get us farther, which was really nice. Yeah. Um, but in the end it just was too much for my body. Um, we were, we had no air conditioning in there. Um, and just a fan on a 103 degree day is not enough. Good Lord. Yeah. And then I ended up, I ended up getting a double kidney infection, sinus, ear, upper respiratory infection all at the same time. And like, luckily we parked right next to the hospital. That's where we like pretty much lived for that summer in Boulder was behind a hospital and the, um, not Mason company, Bell Jar company. I don't know. Um, I can't remember what the company was now but they make like astronaut somethings oh yeah okay yeah and they had like a volleyball court back there and stuff so it was interesting it's a weird little area um but yeah luckily we were close enough to hospital that none of what I got you help. just said made any sense what? <laughs> no i said none of what you just said made any sense. like they make it like they had astronaut parts but like they had a volleyball court yeah all was, right as i said it was Fucking a weird place there was volleyball. like yeah, there's a weird a random volleyball court like behind their parking lot at the you end know of what? this road. I mean, if there was sometimes some... people put pickleball courts in restaurants, so you know, <laughs> anything's possible. I mean, if there wasn't a more clear sign to say, "Hey, not not for you," <laughs> three blown tires and infections and yeah, like man. my body just could not handle it, and like. It was fun. It was, it, I don't know if it was fun always. It was an experience. <laughs> it was, it, we learned a lot. And I can tell you, if Nathan and I's relationship made it through that, we can make it through I was just going to say that. That man is a saint. Um, you know, not only is it like, I mean, we had to poop in front of each other. Like, right within like five feet of each other. <laughs> like, we had to get real comfortable real fast. You know, with a kidney infection, we had a, like, collapsible toilet which we thought was a great idea because we could save space it was the worst idea you had to set it up you had to put a trash bag in it yeah and then you had to find somewhere to get rid of the trash bag yeah you know it was just like not a good system man's cleaned up more of my fluids than any man should have to (laughs) um it was we learned a lot um it was an adventure 
Well, I won't do it again, probably. Dude, the other day I asked my <laughs> wife if she wanted to hold my wiener while I peed, and she was not about it. So <laughs> she, you know, I guess our relationship isn't it. quite as strong. But there's not a whole lot to hold. Like, it's not intimidating <laughs> at all. Does she need, like, some tweezers? Like, yeah, she's she just like, distance. She doesn't even have to touch it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Just like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, maybe later. And I know that later is never going to come, you know? <sighs> but... I tried. That's just, that's just yeah. her being nice. Yeah. I also <laughs> asked, this is telling too much. She doesn't want me to tell this at all. We'll probably get divorced after this. This is the new episode 70. Uh, I also asked if someday I could stand in front of her and pee in between her legs while she's going pee, which I think is the height of luxury. And she is not about that either. It's a very intimate experience. For sure, I would assume. I haven't done it, but I would assume it'd be very intimate. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to love my wife. Trying to have experiences with you, God. Look, man, I'd be worried about missing. I'm just saying. Here's the thing, right? <laughs> I had a, a college boyfriend do that to me, but it was he didn't miss. He did it on purpose, but without telling me. What? Peed on my face. Oh, yeah, like in the shower on purpose. Oh, on the shower. Like the shower. at least we were in the shower, but he definitely got punched in the dick and kicked out of the shower. Wait, were you standing? No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I know what's going on. I was I think I know what's going on. I here. was beyond mad, let's just say that. <laughs> I'm just saying, I again, too much information. I lost my virginity when I was the ripe old age of twelve. So I'm just saying I I've had a lot of intimate moments with a lot of different people over the years, right? I'm trying to find new things to do with my wife. Well, and one of them is having her hold the ween. And I... (laughs) What the hell was that? The dogs did not like your comment, apparently. Well, (laughs) it's because they're trying to get their wieners held. (laughs) No one will do it. I definitely might have almost spit water. Do you remember when we started this episode and I was like, is this an episode we can swear in? (laughs) This went off the rails I feel like, quick. I, I feel like most people would agree that you can't not swear in a conversation with me. Uh-huh. Yeah. I found that out like, a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, where are you at now? Have you come back to settle in Des Moines yeah, or are you still we, moving around? Yeah, no, we have a place in Des Moines again. Um, it's actually like the most grown up place we've ever had. That's fun. Ooh. Like. We have three levels, including the basement. So I'm like, oh, except I hate the stairs because I'm old. <laughs> Bad news make that a little bit of a pain. But um, no, it's it's great. We've settled down. Um, we've furnished it almost for free by getting stuff off the curb and from friends Hell that yeah. were moving and stuff. So that worked out. Um, I just started my LLC officially. I was going to ask about that November. too. Yeah. Um, and so I'm busy, busy trying to you know, up my business skills and yeah. learn how to do Excel and I hate computers. So it's that part's not going well, but yeah, I was in the process of starting an LLC for this. Uh, and then the paperwork came back and like the state of Iowa did not accept it. Cause I, I was missing something oh. and I was like, fuck it. I don't want an LLC. So I haven't even gotten to that point yet. But now that, this has become a little bigger thing and it's a little bit more it, than a podcast and we might actually make real before money for the event just yeah. for liability sake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about that too. So yeah. yeah. It, there's a lot like 
Um, if you need help, um, I can definitely point you in some directions of uh, like good agencies in Des Moines. That That'd be help. wonderful. Because yeah. like uh, my biggest questions are just like, well, what? So I've heard <laughs> this is this is very like. Um, what's that show uh, where they're like, you just write it off? Fucking oh, Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. Yeah, right. I just watched that. So I'm like, I've heard the term write off. I have no, I, I don't have a fucking clue what it is. Just, I don't know how to do any business taxes whatsoever. I am not sponsored, but I just find this app called Keeper. Oh. And it actually does that for you. Oh, sick. Of. Yeah. So, so yeah. I'm definitely going to be paying $16 a month to, be, to do that because I don't understand either. And I've been trying yeah. to figure it out. And like, so like, if you want to claim um, part of your rent as an expense, it can it has to be a dedicated part of your house. Gotcha. So like I can claim my basement studio because you don't have um, anything but, else so in I, it, but because like it's art. just art stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. But like yeah. Um. So it's like ten percent of my house that I can claim. So ten percent of my rent. Damn. Um. I use my car maybe fifteen percent of the time for business. You yeah. Know, that kind of thing. I'm starting to think that maybe uh, the dedicated space uh, putting the studio in the basement of my house is a good idea. Yeah, you can write off some of your bills that way and stuff. Everything. Cool. The fuck is that? Okay. Oh. I've never gotten a food delivery in the middle of a fucking podcast before, so. <laughs> it's a what? It's not just any delivery. Oh shit! I know exactly what that is. <laughs> just stay back there. It'll be like the time we talked about like having strippers in the kitchen during an episode. You just stay back there and bikini barista. Bikini barista. What was the first um what was the first medium that you started in with your art? Was it canvas painting? Was it the jewelry? Like Um I mean I always dabbled when I was little with like my um aunts and my uh, Godmother are both like um, avid jewelry collectors. Oh, aunts like your mother's aunts, sisters. Aunts. Got it. Yes. I thought. Okay. Here's um, the no. thing. If it was anybody <laughs> else, if it was aunts. anybody else, I wouldn't have made that mistake. <laughs> but with you, it's like maybe she did fuck with ants at one point. Like maybe she. <laughs> I right? could. I could see myself doing that. Yeah. That's yeah. You made like um, insect no, my, art before, right? Yeah. Yeah. I do insect art. Um, people regularly hand me dead bugs at festivals and stuff. They're like, I found this. <laughs> like, cool. Um, but yeah, uh, they collected jewelry and so they give me all the junk jewelry and like, I'd make stuff out of that. Um, I also really liked watercolor as a kid. My mom actually has one from high school that she like had like mounted and framed and everything. Um, that's like, uh, like I always do watercolor different kind of, I don't do like the really flowy, um, thing. I do a lot of detail in my watercolor. It's like almost more like doing an acrylic painting most of the time. Cool. Cool. Um, for people that may see your stuff on social media or see it at the show in June, um, are you taking commissions? What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Um, Facebook is probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. It's um, Electrocuty Beauty on there. Um, or if you happen to have my personal one, you can always hit me up there too. Um, if you want a commission, send me a DM. Um, I also have. I need to update my inventory list again and like um, make sure I have everything up that I have available yeah. right now. But I try and keep a running folder of everything that's available. Um, and I'm only, I'm usually willing to haggle and stuff, like do trades, do, you know, um, art for art or whatever, like just depending on the situation. So 
Yeah. Yeah. That's do you, cool. Do you need a box of keychains? <laughs> a box of keychains? <laughs> no, All talking. ice cream sundaes? Yeah. Yeah. Little logo boys. <laughs> Let me see what I can do with it. I mean, I can definitely like put them at my booth for you and stuff. Fuck yeah. We could do that. Ooh. We'll have a booth too at our event, but I mean, other yeah, events you go to. Events, events. Yeah. We can put like cards with them or something. Like check out the podcast I was on. <laughs> yeah. And specifically put the episodes that she was on there. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a yeah, QR code like, just like for this. Little, like, link just to these it. episodes. Like, you can yeah. listen to my episodes here. That'd be sick. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah, we do something like that. Yeah. Like, fucking egg cotton. <laughs> what? I don't know. We could make necklaces out of them or something. Like, just do just like a whole bunch I'm of them. I'm surprised and, like, layers. we haven't done something like that yet. <laughs> it's just like a shark's Dude, tooth. Necklace, but it's just our dumb fucking logo. I'll just make myself <laughs> like a whole ice cream sundae set for the show. We have earrings. Oh, you do? We may have a pair of earrings for you for the show. We should do that for all of our. I was kind of thinking yeah. about doing like an ice cream sundae makeup look for myself that day too. Ooh, Fucking do it! Like put like, like orange sprinkles and... on my face and stuff. I like that idea. <laughs> Here's the thing: I thought about having Kate paint my face like before we go on stage, but then I realized that like we're interviewing someone whose like biggest and best stories, the ones that we'll probably highlight during the live podcast, mm-hmm. is all like war-torn areas oh. <laughs> and then i'm fucking picking up like the ultimate warrior just have a big ice cream scoop on your face we'll, yeah we'll be on stage and it's just melting and just like, <laughs> he's just like i'm just a goofy boy <laughs> like most people my grandma included doesn't take what i do seriously anyway so if i just show up on stage with like my face painted like a fucking ice cream cone and i'm like so <laughs> you fuck with the war <laughs> Now I feel like I need hard? to do that more just to like just weird out my family more because I already do. We need to find someone to uh, run our our booth too, and I don't know who that's going to be yet because yeah, that's usually when wives come in handy. You know, don't tell her I would. said that because Nathan hates me half the time for making yeah, him help. But, but they would, but <laughs> my wife will be super pregnant. So oh. yeah, that's okay. That that gets people's attention. You can play guess the sex of the baby or something. Oh, I'm sure we'll announce (laughs) that way before. Yeah, but strangers won't know. It's true. It's true. You do like, you do it as some kind of like raffle even or something. I don't know. Like a contest to win a shirt. I don't know. (laughs) She's making points. (laughs) She is making points. See? I'm good at finding ways to do add some business in there attract some people okay yeah okay hell yeah (laughs) i still need to talk to thaddeus tj who's the director about getting your stuff in there for a gallery the actual gallery space super awesome um i have just the two of us don't communicate well for whatever reason uh (laughs) this event in particular is a good example of that because I, I, we came in, Trevor and I came in, and we, we explained what we wanted to do with the board of directors. And then, like, I don't know if Thaddeus just did not take notes or what, but he was like, you're doing what? And, yeah, so. Yeah, I think there was it a, all yeah. worked out. There, there was a point of confusion where we're like, uh... Something's not going right. It's every, I love him, but it's every <laughs> time we talk to each other. Because, like, <laughs> we went to a Southern Iowa theater group thing that we're part of so like the warren cultural center is part of that with a theater from corning a theater from red oak and it's all of us together and he was like yeah we're leaving at this time and i was like we could do that 
but we would be 45 minutes late. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I didn't realize Red Oak was that far away. So every time we talk to each other, there's always, you know, but um, the board has just been so, so kind about like letting me. So I'm on the board of directors now for that venue and just allowing me to do different things that they, they haven't done with past events. They're just like, yeah, this is your canvas. You do whatever you want. And I'm like, I want this crazy little pop punk band, which is probably a younger style of music than they usually put in the auditorium. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I want to keep the building open until 2 AM and do an after party from 11 to two. Okay. Uh, (laughs) you know, they, they have not said no to anything yet, which is, they're just, I think they're just excited at the prospect of new blood, just injecting something new. Yeah. Yeah. And I think with something new, specifically in a town that, is very, um, I guess, for a lack of a better term, like very conservative in like mm-hmm. what their entertainment is, yeah, and stuff like that. So like, so Austin, your typical small Iowa town, exactly. small Midwest town, yeah. So with, with Austin being on the board and helping uh, bring something new, they're like, why not? Yeah, yeah. Let, let's try it. If it don't work, we know it works. So yeah. we'll just keep doing that then. So, you know, don't, don't fuck this up. <laughs> I'm trying not to, uh, I mean, not to toot our horn, but the, the, and, and, and not to talk trash about the other events that the Warren Cultural Center does, but we're trending well for our, the tickets that we've sold already to be as big, if not bigger than some of the other events that they, they do there. So I think we're, I mean, more than four months out, uh, we've sold quite a few tickets to, to match what, you know, the business that they usually do. So, yeah. um, and then, you know, I, I want to do everything I can to promote this in incredible ways. So like, you know, whether it be going out and flyering or going to Des Moines con, for example, and giving out flyers about this event or getting on, you know, an old radio station that I used to work at in Creston and <laughs> promoting the event all of these different ideas that I have, but I just want this to be a big deal. And it seems like everyone that's bought a ticket so far thinks it's going to be a big deal. And, um, the fact that I'm going to, I'm going to keep going back to this. You as a vendor and the other small businesses that are, you know, uh, sponsors and even not so small businesses that are a big sponsor for them to, to take a chance on, on this being the first time we've ever done this. Um, means a lot and uh hopefully my my thing is like, i i want to sell out for us and i want to get on stage and you know have a full crowd to listen to our dumb dumb stories but like i also want a full crowd to come out and like buy art from you and get to know yeah. you and get to know everybody else Isaac and jordan everybody and everybody. and obviously like joe moore's coming all the way down from minnesota like we're gonna bring knock on wood we're gonna bring people that love you know anime and people that love face painting and people that love you know the crazy little art that you yeah. do like <laughs> all like a whole new crowd to Warren Cultural Center and um you know to get you guys in front of them is going to yeah. be a really really special experience what are you doing over there <laughs> I think Joe mm-hmm. like this when guy. Joe gets there and and everything's all set up and said and done I think uh I think Joe's going to be a fucking rock star there. And I just, I can't wait to see 
He's the his one that reaction? Anime? Yeah, he does. So he does a uh, rude katana, which is stand up. Yeah. Oh. So he drew that girl. Lovely. Yeah. So he, all of his stuff is incredible, and he has like his own clothing brand. And um, I tell the story a lot, but we met him at Twin Cities Con, mm-hmm. and he had a booth very close to us. And we were like, we love your stuff. Oh, this hat's from him. And so uh, we were like, we love your stuff and we think you're great. And we think your personality is great. We'd like to use our podcast platform to maybe get you more, you know, Instagram followers or whatever. At the time we had 500 when we went up to 600, Mm -hmm. 600 Facebook or Instagram Facebook followers, Facebook followers when we went up there Mm -hmm. and we were like, yeah, we're going to do you a favor. Mm -hmm. And then we get done with his interview. He walks back to his booth and I look him up to add him on Instagram and he's got like 11,000 Facebook followers or Instagram followers. And I'm like, well, you didn't need our help at all, (laughs) but he's so humble. Like every time he's just like, I can't believe you guys would drive all the way up here to come see me. And like, (laughs) I can't believe you guys would promote me. And like, he's just the nicest dude. And so I hope that he, I hope that, you know, as a vendor, he gets in front of people and they love him and, and yeah. you and Well, and I, and I already know Nathan so. will probably buy something from him. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I just... My sister's actually been wanting to take Nathan to that store. Yeah. Because she lives in Minneapolis. Yeah, it's and so awesome. That's been one of oh, our we plans. talked about that. Yeah, yeah, so Anime Fix and then there's that other store that I told you about too that's like mm-hmm. a Japanese supermarket. It's, yeah. There's some really... Like, if you're a nerd, Mall of America has got some great stuff. And then just the the, you know cherry on top is the like revolving sushi bar like it's amazing the only time i got to go to mall of america my friend's husband made us go to the uh rainforest cafe hell yeah and i'm like okay it's cool it was really exciting when i was like eight when i went but Mm -hmm. it's also all the same i want to see something uniquely of the city when i go somewhere like i don't i don't want to do chain things i want to see something that's only here at the same time though like I know I'm 30, I'm about to be 35 years old, but it was fun. But like, <laughs> I would go to a rainforest cafe right now. We passed a great wolf lodge in Minneapolis. And I was like, why the fuck are we staying here? <laughs> or like medieval times. I would love to go to medieval times. Oh yes. That sounds fun. I think we're going to try and go to a Renaissance fair this year too. I got oh, Nathan, yeah. uh, like the shoulder and arm armor That's awesome. for his birthday anniversary present. You've been to a few, right? Mm-hmm. With your wife? Yeah. Is your wife's a performer? Never yep. been to a Ren Fair. What does your wife perform? Um, so she used Sick to. Sick-ass elbow drops? Yeah, she used to, but she did a bunch of stage combat. Um, oh, wow. She was part of the Body Buccaneers. Neat. Um, so, she, you know, sword fighting, um, comedy, you know, stuff okay. like that. Like, I don't know how I scored with my wife, <laughs> like, <laughs> if I'm being honest, but she's incredible and um she it's weird because she likes to spoil me mm-hmm. and i'm not used to that and i love I, I love when she does and I'm, I'm getting more and more used to it but um even then like she bought me a kilt and man i love kilts I love kilts now. Dude, it's amazing. Like, Nathan is dying for one. Like wants one so bad. It's so good. And <laughs> when when she got it to me, I tried it on. And um uh after I tried it on, she was like, Well, let me see. I'm like and I'm just shaking my hips <laughs> and like 
like doing like lunges and squats and stuff. I'm like, I get it now. Yeah. I didn't understand kilts. I was like, it just, I I don't know. It's a skirt. And then uh, we went to in Mall of America, that like Scottish store. I wanted to go back to that. Oh my God. And then like you feel them and like the high quality, good quality kilts. Like I get it. Yeah. They're fucking sick. She also got me a, um, a custom kukri. It's a big knife. (laughs) Okay. So, um, I like big knives. Yeah. We we have this weird, we have this weird thing like on special occasions, like birthdays, anniversaries, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. We'll buy each other weapons and it's (laughs) fuck. Yes. Yeah, like I, I always found it funny that like for Valentine's Day we'd buy each other a knife or something like that, and it, it's like that's fitting. I mean, you know, with Valentine's what it originally was, like that I'm makes gonna right. start doing that because my wife just asked me. She's like, Sherry, my mother-in-law, is like, what does Austin want for his birthday? I want a fucking katana, Sherry. That's what I want. <laughs> sick. I think I have yeah. a couple in the closet right now. But they're in need of repair. Gay katanas. <laughs> you know what would be really sick? Uh, you get a katana, but you get um, an oni mask. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm with it. Yeah. I decided I today that. that I want one of the belly dancing swords. That was really fun. I Oh, my friend's is named after me. Because I, so the, the rule with belly dancing swords is they can't be named until they've drawn blood. And so we're at, I can't remember what bar <laughs> for an open mean. night night. And I had been dancing with this thing for like 30 minutes, like just fine, like bouncing on my head and like doing really good. And I went to walk away and I was in flip flops and I swung down as my foot swung up and it went directly into the vein on top of my foot. Like the tip of the sword went directly into the vein, and I, I didn't, it didn't even hurt. I was just like, "Ow, whatever." Look back down, and my my shoe is already full of blood. How are you not dead? <laughs> There's a lot of reasons <laughs> to say that, honestly. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm like, just like coolly walking to the bar, and I'm like, "Hey, you got some towels and a band aid?" And she just looks down, like bartender freaks out. Some adorable lady grabs me, takes me to the bathroom, and like people are offering her paper towels, and she's like, "No, I need an actual freaking towel," <laughs> and like, like puts my foot in the sink, just like lifts my whole leg into the sink, and starts bandaging me, and I'm like, "I love you. You don't. You're not even phased by this." I was like, <laughs> "I'm not great. worried about the injury." I'm worried about the lopsided squish you had going into. <laughs> well, no. Luckily, I had on like. I don't know, crock like material flip flops. Mm. So like they didn't absorb at all. So it was just like it just rinsed right off. It was fine. There might I, have been a bloody footprint or two, but <laughs> God's gift to footwear. I, I had a buddy who um I won't name him, but uh he <laughs> told me one him. time he's like we we were ribbing each other and he I think he got a little a little upset with me. He's like, you know what? I'm going to pee in one of your shoes. That way you have a lopsided squish when you walk around. I'm like, I don't want that at all. I call that the goldfish in the shoes feeling because it feels like there's little fish in your shoes. Yeah. I was just like, the more, and see, the more I thought about it, it was like, God, that's so, like, if I'm going to have a squish, it might as well be in both shoes, but having a lopsided squish and just like, God, that'd be a nightmare. That's a, that's a really That'd good... would be uncomfortable. Wet socks. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't like it. Uh, we're getting close to the end of our time, so I'll ask you this, mm-hmm. which is 
I don't know how we even got here. Uh, I'll start with you. Uh-oh. Two things. What's your worst injury and what's your dumbest injury? Ooh, shit. Okay. Um... Or I'll start with you if you got it. I think I got it. Okay, your... worst mm-hmm. was, pro- was probably when um, I was assaulted twice a couple summers ago, like two separate occasions. And I fought back, but in the meantime, uh, I got a severe labral tear. The doctor said it was the second worst he'd seen, and he retired after my surgery. So it was What's pretty a bad. Labral, what's a labral uh, tear? Your shoulder, like the, oh. the whole, um, oh, your the labrum, whole muscle right? pulled away from the bone. So they had to like drill holes in my bone and like sew the muscle back to the bone. Yeah, it was gnarly. Was I should have had you go last because mine's not that bad at all. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> the stupidest one, though. Also, yeah, injury contest with me. I get, I get injured on my own feet like every day. Yeah, like every day. But like this, one of the stupidest ones was probably um, I was like at a bar with a bunch of like guy friends. Like there's only like one other female with us. And like I like hanging out with the bros. But like they were playing that punching bag game. Oh, like the one no. that like is like, you know, oh, and then there's it comes a machine down. behind yeah, yeah, yeah. it and you punch it. So it goes yeah, yeah. up and whatever. And like all the guys are hitting it, like talking about how big and strong they are. And I was like, whatever, I can do that too. Mind you, I'm like almost blackout. Like I am drunk. So the first time I, I swing and I pretty much miss, I like I glance past <laughs> like it. It's like a five. It. <laughs> and I was like pissed. And so I like, they were all clowning on me and I just like swung. I was always taught to punch through your target. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think about it and punched through the bag and straight into the machine. I mean, I got higher scores than all but one of the guys, but like we get but back to my friend's cost? house like 30 minutes later and he goes, holy shit, Abby. And I looked down my hands like this. Like, it's just like a huge egg, bright purple, purple up to about here. I never went to the doctor. I'm not smart. <laughs> um, My worst and dumbest injury that I can think of is when I had that bike accident that knocked out my tooth. Um, and that was around... So, I had a bike accident. We, we found this... I was living up in Washington, right? Mm-hmm. Um... And me and my friends at the time uh, found this um, bike. It was his sister's bike. And um, it was one of those bikes that didn't have the handbrakes. It was like you had to pedal backwards to brake. Oh, yep. But what we didn't realize at the time was that the handlebars were offset from the front wheel. So, like, if the handlebars were straight, the wheel was cocked off to the left a little. And we (laughs) thought it'd be fun to just barrel down this hill as fast as we can and you know obviously we can't put our feet on the pedals so we're just legs out just as fast as we can we we go down a few times and we all take our turns and uh someone else wanted to go my stupid ass was like no 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 i want to do it one more time one more time so we, i get up to the top of the hill i start going down the death wobble starts to happen and then all of a sudden airtime. I go over the handlebars, face first into the ground. It knocks out this tooth, root and all. Oh. Um, Do you have it still? (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) I'll explain that. Um, And then the bike ran over me, and then uh, I went to this dentist who... uh, He's a very, very good dentist. It doesn't seem like he is with the solution he had. Mm. Okay. Okay. 
So he's like, knock them all out and start over. What what he did was grab my tooth, shoved it right back in, uh, took some wood glue and fishing line, and glued the top of my teeth and put fishing line over it to set it in. I swear to God, this is real. You can ask my parents, to, and and they will verify. Where me. did this dentist go to practice? School? Like where was his office? I lived in Mount Vernon. Um, oh, Iowa or Washington? Fucking wa- uh, Washington. Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after okay. after that happened, that makes sense. Yeah. I've been to like some fucking outside of the big cities in Washington, Pacific and Northwest dentist. Yep. So yeah. so after that had happened, um, I had I had kind of like a Kohler would have never let that happen. I had kind of like a, a like a diamond shape out of my teeth, like like it chipped my teeth. Okay. And um. Should have put an actual and then diamond in there. I ended up moving down, down here during uh, middle school, mm-hmm. and best decision you ever made. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, and then that's when everyone, like my school pictures were horrendous. I had like, um, like road rash all over my face. My my teeth were all fucked up. Oh gosh. Um, but to answer your question. <laughs> Uh, yes, I do have the tooth because when I fractured my tooth, which is, I don't think we ever really even talked about that. I fractured my tooth. I love that we didn't though, because you just showed up on the podcast one day with no fucking tooth. And, and the best part about and that was we never the once first person it. to ask was David and he, he texted me and goes, Hey man, um, <laughs> what happened to your tooth? Uh, but so when I fractured my tooth, uh, they were like, "Hey man, we can't save it. Sorry, um, that's the bad news." I'm like, "All right, cool." So they yanked it. Um, we're currently waiting on taxes to come back so I can get uh, get it all fixed up and right. looking good again. Um, but in the meantime, they gave me my tooth. They filed it down so it could fit in this retainer that I can. Oh, that's handy. Yeah. No, they could do that. So, um, so yeah, uh, I, I have it. It's it's somewhere around here. Neat. Probably in the bathroom. But well, if you ever want to get rid of it, you know who to give it to. You know what? I will give it to you <laughs> after I get all this fixed. I think yeah. she meant the original tooth like with the, the root. Teeth. Yeah, you have that one too. Oh, they're they're not going to be able to keep that. They had to file it down. I'm, I'm talking to... about. Bike accident tooth. You saw that one. Yeah, that's the same that's tooth. Oh, it's the same tooth. You fucked up that tooth twice. Yes. Oh, now I understand. Okay. okay. Like I said, he Wait took the tooth, root and all, shoved it back in. Gotcha. And glued it in. Oh. And it worked for a while. Yeah. Like, a while. Yeah. That's... Do you think had he done it right, you wouldn't have fractured your tooth a second time? No. Okay. Well, I tried. He didn't do anything. Than... Don't take credit for... I'm a dentist now. <laughs> uh, how about you? Uh, th- the worst or the dumbest? Both. both. Okay. The, you have to do both. The worst was in high school. I broke my ankle playing basketball in PE. I came down and like, you know how like, that's how you roll your ankle like all the time in, in basketball is you come down on someone else's mm. foot. Yeah. Um, I've just fucking broke that shit hard. Uh, I fell on, then. yeah, I fell on Kenneth Huff, who we were talking about earlier. Uh, I fell on his ankle and just broke that shit immediately. 
and then tried to walk on it the rest of the day. And then as much as he and I hated each other, it was Clayton Steen that was like, bro, he maybe like sit this one out. And so, (laughs) so I like raised my hand and I was like, Hey, fucking Clayton Steen over here thinks that like my ankle looks like gigantic. looks like it. And so I hobbled myself up to, uh, to the, the front office and I was like, can I go? And they're like, yeah, I was not, I don't think I was driving at the time. So like my grandfather picked me up and you know how like the square has weird parking spots and it's always yeah. busy for a town of 1800 people. Yeah. So he parked on like where his office is at, but the clinic, like the urgent care in Greenfield <laughs> is like on the <laughs> other side of the square. So he made me walk all the way over there. <laughs> And then, <laughs> so I go in and the nurse <laughs> at the front desk is like, how, like, what's wrong? And I was like, oh, I think I rolled my ankle and there, she looks at it and she was like, nope. And, uh, she goes, how did you get in here? And I was like, I walked. She's like, there's no way that you walked in here. And I was like, fucking bet. <laughs> so I was Billy Badass for a little while. And, uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was my junior year, I think. Yeah, I had to, um, funny story, uh, I was in speech and we did like the ex, ex, improv, there's another word for it that starts with an E, I can't think of what it is, but anyway, we did like improv and it was me and Tim Green, Jack Stamper and Mike Ernst and we got disqualified at speech because you're not supposed to use any props and we used my broken ass like boot um as a prop and then we got disqualified we got disqualified for something similar when i did a group improv i can't remember what it was but like she used a part of her body as a prop and that was what we can't use our own body yep (laughs) uh and then the dumbest uh so the first year that the do tour was in des moines i got inspired and i was like i can still skateboard in my 30s uh no i fucking can't uh so i bought a skateboard at the mall uh from fucking zoomies or whatever that store is uh and then i was like doing not kickflips but i was like ollieing in my then just girlfriend's uh apartment on the carpet and fucking killing it and i was like let's take this bitch outside first step like i i I just try to kick off and it went out from under me and I fell on my right elbow and just fractured the shit out of it. So I didn't realize that's how you fractured your yeah. elbow. I was, I was kind of wondering, but yeah, I figured so like now, wrestling maybe, I guess I wish I wish I had a cool wrestling injury. I only got <laughs> injured once in wrestling and it was like, it wasn't even at a, in a match. It was at a training session and I got the worst concussion of my life and then <sighs> threw up everywhere like yeah. immediately and was like, that's probably a concussion. So, I made a few jokes from time to time about how I'm missing a tooth because, again, we've never brought it up until just now. Right. It'll probably only be brought up one more time, and that's when I get it fixed. Yeah. But um, I went around saying that um, it happened at work. Like, I got punched in the face. I do security, so, you know, it makes sense. Um, It's just one of the girls in the office. (laughs) Right. I mean, half of them are Latina, so I get it. Um. The other one, stereotypes for a reason. The other one, and uh, I thought it was funny at the time. Um, that has changed because 
I don't want to get canceled like uh, Matt Rife. Um, I would say Heather just beat the shit out of me. I've seen her. And I've seen her elbow drop, which also makes I sense because her elbow drop is insane. Yeah. So you know she could knock out a tooth with a point of her elbow. It's realistic. I don't know any funny injuries that Heather has, but I can tell you she bruises super easily. So well, it's really funny when, for a while, when we went out to do paintball, she, no matter what, she could be padded up. Like, Have you met Heather? Yeah. I think so. I think of the whitest person you know, and yeah. then like three shades lighter than that. That's why she bruises so yeah. easily. Yeah. Yeah. She'll, she'll get pegged so with a paintball. Even in, out, this is me with color. So I understand. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, she'll get pegged with a paintball and then it'll just be these massive welts all over her. And she has to like she works she works at a place and um uh you know, her go <laughs> her going into work, they ask, What happened? And she uh <laughs> she has to explain it. She's like, Oh, my husband did it. No, 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 no but no. wait, they'll he cannot not that. I love when you remember yeah. in the moment that she doesn't like to talk about where she works. And you're like, she works at a place. Well, no, I already knew that going into what I was saying. I was just trying to think of a way as I was doing it. And I just I couldn't think of anything. So. I understand. I understand. Um, what's next for you? As far as, you know, you have an LLC established. Um, is it? Just making more art? Is it going to more shows? What's uh, what's All in your immediate plans? Um, I'm trying to expand um, my offerings. Like, as I said, the silver clay and, like, glitter tattoos or something like that. Um, hopefully just do a ton of shows this year and um, just keep expanding. Oh, I need to get a website up. That would yeah. be helpful. Yep. That's one of the... But as I said, computers and I hate each other. So trying to get the fiance on that part. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Our website's fine, but I'd like to actually get someone like designs custom websites instead of just like... I a, might have a person for you. Our website's fine. It just very clearly looks like a drag and drop Squarespace website. And I'd like really? it to have a little bit more functionality and look a little bit more professional. So, yeah. Yeah. That'd be so awesome. is there... Any sort of artist or any any person in particular that you want to connect with or uh, collaborate with later that you, I don't know, maybe you mm. either haven't or you want to try? The fucking beautiful boys. <laughs> um, ooh, that's a hard one. Um, do you know, um, gosh, what's this? It, I'm trying to remember what his first name is. I want to say David Fusco. He does these really awesome, like, um, pencil sketch, like, colored pencil. Mm. Um, but they're really weird, and I love it. Like, like it'll be, like, a boob smoking a cigarette. Like, the, the nipple is a mouth. Or just, like, weird stuff like that. I would love to, like, collab on something with him. Just do some really weird bodyscapes or something. Or do, like... I mean nipples are closer to your lungs than a mouth like i've never smoked cigarettes but that seems like right. the most efficient it, it way to do be, it it might be a good way to do it that's like he does a lot of nudes and stuff like that too and i just i really respect Same. his work that'd be fun um i really am bad at names and knowing it like i don't pay attention to like pop culture and stuff very well so like I'm like, oh, I love you're that, but I don't know fucking who, lucky. who to name them. I pay attention to pop culture a little too closely. <laughs> I live under a rock a, a lot of the time in my own little world. My life. Yeah. Yours is more like video games. I'm talking like 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know what's going on in the world most of the time. I, I'm just in my own world. So. I wish I could be <laughs> that way. I wish. I, w- I wish I wasn't in everyone's business, but here I am. So, I, I get in enough people's business just because I'm like the friend therapist a lot of the time. So like, I'm just like, yeah, this is enough. <laughs> I used to be that. And then I needed actual therapy and no one comes to me for fucking emotional support anymore. I I go to therapy. I've been to therapy since like third grade on and off. And Hell yeah. that's probably why I do it for everybody else. I don't know. I think Fair everybody enough. needs therapy. Like yeah. literally everybody. I have a ton of friends with podcasts that are like, I podcast because it's cheaper than therapy. Buddy, you know who you are fucking go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs>